Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. Hello to my brilliant Being Human with Vasavi community. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, licensed therapist, confidence mindset expert, business strategist, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. I am super excited to share a few ways that you can work with me. You can learn more about those at vasavikumar.com or on my Instagram page at my name is Vasavi. The first way to work with me is directly in a one-on-one VIP capacity. This is a very high level, high touch, personalized opportunity to dig deep with me by your side to excavate your limiting beliefs and work through whatever is stopping you from being, doing, and having anything you want. And you'll be taking a lot of action. The second way to learn from me and be surrounded by people who are committed to becoming the person they were born to be is through my membership community. Mind your own business. To join the community, head on over to VasaviKumar.com. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. This is me, your host, and your BFF on the ones and twos here, Vasavi. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the solo episode where I'm going to be sharing a few things with you that I believe would um, hopefully resonate with you. I've been thinking a lot about my body. And what I mean by that is not necessarily the physical form, but really the relationship that I have with this body that is mine, that I am housed in, in this lifetime. And I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a first generation Indian woman, and putting that all together and really looking at the relationship with my body and how it has driven a lot of the decisions that I've made and not made made me think a lot about intuition, my own intuition, of course, and how I've ignored so many intuitive hits, so many red flags, so many whisperings from within um, because I was not connected to my body. I've worked a lot on my mindset and I'm really happy with the way my mind is, right? As you guys all know, I'm a recovered addict and alcoholic. I had to get really comfortable with myself and get really comfortable being alone with my thoughts. I'm good with that. I feel great about that actually. And, um, recently I've been thinking a lot about my own sexuality, not in terms of my preference. Uh, I prefer to, I prefer men, that's my, that's my sexual preference. But really when it comes to my sexuality and feeling sexy and feeling feminine and feeling soft, 
I just, you know, I've been thinking a lot about how when I went back into rehab the second time and I came back out, I really hardened myself. And I think I did that because the person that I didn't trust the most was myself. I was protecting myself from myself. Here's what I mean by that. There's always, there there were like two parts to me, right? There's this, there's like this rebellious part of me that made a lot of decisions that were really unhealthy. And then there's this like wise, logical version of me that's like trying to always kind of keep me tame or make the right decisions, right? The more logical decisions. None of it is, neither of it is right or wrong, right? But with everything that I'd gone through between the relationships that I'd been through, using drugs, relapsing, going back into rehab, the past year I've been pretty hardened. And I'm just going to come right out and say that because it's the damn truth. Like I was hardened. I was cynical. I was hardened. I definitely didn't trust myself. And so I kind of put myself in quarantine. This is even before COVID happened. And I've gone back and looked at like a lot of previous videos that I've shot and like even words that I've written on my social media and in my email list and on my website at vasavikumar.com. And I'm like, man, I was angry. But when I really dug a little deeper, I wasn't really angry. I was terrified. I was terrified of ever going back to the life that I had. And so I felt at the time that what I needed to do was harden myself. I had to cut some part out of myself, this, this completely just ignore this feminine side of myself, right? I became much more masculine, much more, you know, driven and ambitious. And while I love that part of myself, that's, that part of myself gets shit done. There's been this other part of me that's been dying to come out. That's just been like, oh my God, can we just relax? Can we have fun? Can we play? Can we wear dresses? Can we run barefoot in the grass? You know, there's this part of me that I didn't allow to come out to play. And I think because there was a fear that if I allowed her to come out and play, I would get my ass in trouble. Because I'm just going to take you through a little mini timeline here. So when I got married to this Indian guy that I'm still, we're still civil. Like I was this kind of in his eyes, I think like a, like a Virgin Mary. I was in, by no means a virgin at all, but this kind of pure, in, in his eyes, I was like this pure soul, which we are all pure souls at the, at the core of who we are. We are just all pure souls, right? And our sex life was kind of um, non-existent, you know? Then I got into another relationship with a guy who completely unleashed I felt so unleashed sexually. Like I just was like this free sexual spirit. But then I also had a lot of emotional stuff going on with him, which I dealt with by using drugs and alcohol, right? You guys know, I mean, if you listen to previous episodes, especially like the first five, six episodes of my podcast, I talk about that. And then I got engaged to a very, very kind, sweet guy. And, um, you know, felt really loved by him. But it's, I, 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 it's always taken somebody else to make me feel like a woman. And so I've really embarked on this journey of what would it be like to feel like a woman on my own? Like, do I need somebody else to do that for me? And so 
you know, this past year and year and a half actually has really been an inward journey to understand who I am, figure out my likes and my dislikes, know who I am, my values, my core values, how I want to run my business, what kind of friendships I want to have, how I want to treat my body, what kind of food I really enjoy. And I knew all of this already, but really starting to live it is a, is a completely different story. And, um, I had some photos taken today actually for my website, which is getting a little bit of an upgrade. And, um, we took a bunch of photos like in nature and I was wearing dresses and just kind of felt really good. And at the very end of the photo shoot, you guys, I said to my photographer, I was like, I want to do some photos in my bed with nothing but my underwear on. Like, that's it. And it felt so good. It just felt so liberating. And of course, according to society, I don't have the perfect body, whatever the fuck that means, you know, but I love her. I love how I've been working out and moving my body. And I love how good I feel in my body. So I took these photos and, you know, I'm contemplating like, should I share these photos? Should I like, you know, should I share them? And it's funny because all these voices in my head are telling me like, you're an Indian woman. You should not do that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't let people see you like that. That's dangerous. Don't let anyone see you in a sexual way, you know? And so I'm having all these thoughts, but I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. Being human with Vasavi, being human is being human. Like there's nothing to hide. Right. And I, and I want to share a story with you that really kind of exemplifies probably one of the earliest memories that I have of being disconnected from my body. And well, it wasn't the earliest. It was definitely the most telling of where, of, of like, it's almost like if you had a crystal ball, like now looking back on it, I'm like, oh, this is where her path is going to lead her. But, you know, as Hindus, we take a holy pilgrimage around one of our holy mountains, sacred mountains. My mom, sister, and I had gone to Tibet. And that's like the base of where our holy mountains are, base camp, basically. And we were at the hotel. I was like about... 17, 18 years old. And we were staying at a nice hotel uh, because the next day we were going to go start on our pilgrimage with the rest of the group. And um, a song came on. I think it was probably Beyonce and Jay-Z, to be honest. I think, I think that's what it was, actually. And we were in the hotel room. And I had nothing but, I think, a pair of pants and a bra on. And I started dancing, right? I was, I was just dancing, like really moving my body. And my mother slapped me across the face. And she said, stop being dirty. And I just remember feeling so much shame in that moment and feeling like there was something wrong with my body. Like I, like my body was something to be seared. And I felt the, I felt the disconnection at that moment. And I probably, there are probably so many memories from earlier on in my life where, you know, I'd felt the same way, but like being 18, 17, 18, like I really felt it at that age. So it makes perfect sense, right? Being disconnected from our bodies, feeling like we have something to be ashamed of. And all our body's trying to do is give us messages, right? Our intuition, our emotional pain lives in our physical body, right? So it's not really what the pain is, but it's like how we're moving our bodies. And that tells a lot to us, right? Like when you feel that like gut feeling, we call it a gut feeling or when you're, when you feel like you're being played by somebody and you know, you may be like, oh, I'm just being paranoid, but like, what if you're not being paranoid? What if that's your body who just knows better? 
And it's like, no, I'm telling you, don't trust this person or take your time or slow down or, hey, you're tired. Don't push yourself. So of course it makes perfect sense that at 17, 18, when I felt like the shame around my body that, you know, I go to college and I start fucking around, right? Like a lot, like just promiscuous and always under the influence, always under the influence of something, right? Never really in, in, never in a sober state of mind. And feeling like the way to emotional intimacy is through physical intimacy. So it's like I knew I wanted intimacy. My body craved that intimacy, but I was so afraid of letting people get close to me that I bypassed the emotional part and just went straight into bed with people, with men. And of course, that doesn't feel good. That didn't feel good to me to do that because my body, like, you know, of course we have hormones that I was like craving it, but I felt empty on the inside emotionally. So then, you know, there in comes, you know, enters the drugs and the alcohol because that helped numb the pain. So it's just a cycle, it's just a cycle. And I'm, I'm, you know, doing that over and over and over again. And finally at 38 and really starting to feel comfortable in my body and comfortable in my skin and not worrying about back fat, like, or cellulite, like who the fuck cares, you know, and not being afraid to be sexy, you know, because literally from a young age, especially in the Indian communities, what I'm speaking to, but I feel like a lot of women can relate to this. We're really trained to like, you know, we, it's like, oh, you want, you want a man to love you, but don't do anything to be slutty. Don't whore it up. Don't wear that. Oh, look at you. If you wear that, you're like this. So it's like, we like, can we ever win? Like, what the fuck? You know? So it's like, I wasn't really allowed to wear anything that was showed my legs or my shoulders as a kid, you know? And because it's like, oh, you don't want a man to look, but like, oh, we're then taught in our twenties as Indian women, like, oh, settle down with the man. So you want me to settle down with some dude who basically you've told me to fear men my whole life and that men are like dogs. But now I'm supposed to bear my soul to this person, right? So like I've just been thinking about this and how it's really affecting, how it's affected me as a woman. And now I'm like, fuck all of that, right? Like if I want to be sexy, I'm going to be sexy and I'm going to do it for me. Not so I can get something from somebody, not so I can get attention, but because I want to admire myself. I love myself. I love my body. And one of the women in my membership community, we, her and I were talking and she was just saying how she is promiscuous and how she'll bypass emotional intimacy and jump straight into physical intimacy. And I get that. I get it, you know? And so we're working on her feeling more connected to her body, listening to her intuition. Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, 
therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. really paying attention to what her body has to say to her. You know, I think a lot of times we, we doubt our own intuition and we're like, Oh, I'm just not an intuitive person. We'll say shit. Like I'm just not an intuitive person. It's like, yes, you are. You do. Your body has all the answers. Your body has all the answers. You'll feel it. And it's really about quieting your mind, quieting your mind, allowing yourself to sleep when you're tired, like listening to those cues Really asking your body, like, when you're hungry, what do I really want right now? What, what would really feel nourishing? You know, I mean, you know, you, you know that I'm all about mindset. I talk about mindset a lot. But the part that I've been incorporating and I want to share that with you is my body. And what that means for me looks like moving my body every day. What that looks like is really listening to what my cells need. Like, on a cellular level, what am I craving? It also means flirting again, right? Like flirting again and just feeling flirty. Oh, also yesterday I got eyelashes. I got, I got, I got, I got lashes extensions and I also got nails. Um, it's been a while. Last time I got lashes and nails, I was on TV. And it's so funny because when I really think about the progression of healing, right? I always thought everything was from the out. I, I had ship ass backwards, right? So it's like, Okay, let me just make sure I look really good on the outside. I have all my degrees. I have an Ivy League education. I always have my nails done. But then on the inside felt empty because I really, really did not know myself. Then got worse because still doing great on the outside in a relationship with a guy who's giving me breadcrumbs of love, right? Little, little tiny breadcrumbs. And that really um, hurt my soul. And use drugs then to feel better. And this is the first time in my life, and I owe this to my recovery, and I owe this to my sobriety 1,000%, is I took the time this past year and a half to just focus on my inside. And that took like, when I say it took, like it took time, right? It took spending time alone. Friday nights were spent alone, like learning how to enjoy my own company, really listening to the thoughts in my head, really making peace with a lot of my inner demons, being honest with myself, 
And now being at a place where it's like, I do want to take care of my outside too, right? So I have been working out and I share that a lot. I eat really well, but it's like the little things, right? The lashes, the nails, putting on a little makeup. Well, this is what I noticed yesterday. And I really like, man, this was huge. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to share this on the podcast. I was driving home with, you know, my hair was done, my nails were done, my lashes were done. And I checked in with myself and I was like, do I feel any better on the inside? And I didn't like, I felt, I I already felt good on the inside. Right. But then I got these lashes and these nails and it felt good. Like I looked good. And of course, yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling myself, whatever, but it didn't enhance my happiness. Right. Because at this point in my life, I've worked on the inside. And so I've made it a rule for me to not rely on anything externally to make me happy. You know, it's like, I'm going to generate that happiness from the inside. And that's really a lot of the work that we do inside the membership community. It's really about listening to your needs, paying attention to your wants, your desires, having boundaries with yourself, with yourself, right? Like parenting yourself, being disciplined with yourself is an act of love, right? Because we can just let our minds go wild. We can just let our, you know, just act, you know, act like we'd be out of control. But it's like having that discipline is really the ultimate act of self-care, which is why, you know, all my members go through the 14-day morning reboot challenge. So where, I, where I'm at right now is really thinking about how I want to now incorporate all this in my work with my clients, with myself, maybe even attracting a new relationship into my life. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I do know, and I really want you to hear this, is that your body is your temple. And your body does have all the answers and you do deserve to feel great. And it starts from inside, always paying attention to yourself, being honest with yourself, slowing down, prioritizing your dreams, your ideas, your goals, making your space feel really good, you know, really, really tuning in and listening to that whisper, right? Thinking, you know, and one of the biggest myths about intuition is like, oh, not everyone is intuitive. And like, that's not true. It's like what I have found and what I've learned is that the quieter I become, the more zoned in I am and the more attuned I am to my own intuition. All the decisions that I'm making in my business, for example, I just invested in a $4,000 book coaching program. I took my time making that decision. Hiring a team. I took my time making that decision. It's allowing yourself the time and the space. And when we're constantly living in our head, it's like we can go, 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 go and make all these decisions. And then it's like you look back and you're, you know, you're like, where am I? You like, you know, you're moving ahead, but then you feel so disconnected and so slow and steady will always outwin this like speedy, burnt out, anxious woman right? We don't have to live in burnout. We don't have to be anxious. We are women. We were put here on this earth. We are, and I'm going to just say this, far superior than any man ever could be. And that's the thing. And I think society knows that. And so as women, I believe that we hold so much power. I'm not talking about like political power. I mean, like the, the power of the feminine presence and the power of our energy 
And when we're calm and we're centered in ourselves, we can fucking move mountains. We can move mountains. And men know that. And that is why we have been conditioned to think as women that we are powerless, that we need a man, that we need to play this like victim, that we're, we're, we're helpless and we're not helpless. We are women and we are strong and our, and in our softness and our, and our calm is where our power lives is to really get ourselves to a calm center state. We make beautiful decisions that serve not just us, but everyone around us. We have the ability to choose in a way that affects the collective. And it's not just about us. We think about those around us, you know? And so if you're listening to this, I'd love for you to take three breaths with me right now. Deep inhale. Let it out. Another deep inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And really just tune in to wherever you're feeling your energy right now. And allow yourself to just be still right now. And trust your mind, trust your body, trust your spirit that you were gifted this body and this life. And it is absolutely not an accident. You are not an accident. You are absolutely perfect on so many levels, your being and your soul and your spirit is so pure and you are such a good human being and you deserve to feel sexy, you deserve to feel strong, you deserve to feel sensual. You deserve to feel loved. And that love that you're seeking, the the kind of love that nobody can give this type of love to you but you. You could try to recreate it, but it's just not the same. That can only come from you. I want you to remember that because it is so easy to forget who you are, and we rely on messaging from outside of us to, to, you know, to give us cues and to give us approval that we are okay. But you've always been okay. Just somewhere along the line, you lost that connection to yourself. And I'm here to tell you, as someone who has lived a very disconnected life, when you take the time to slow down and to really pay attention to yourself. You've been there all along. She's there waiting for you. Give yourself the time and the attention today, every day, 
to tune in and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? What do you need? Oh, okay. I'll give that to you. There's going to be more solo episodes like this. I want you to know that I'm committed to serving you and um, sharing all that I know and that I'm experiencing with you. I love you very much. If you like today's episode, go ahead and share it, subscribe, leave a review. If you want to talk more about joining the membership community, you can head to vasavikumar.com forward slash membership. Like I said, my website's in the process of being uh, reconstructed right now. So if you have any questions at all, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Vasavi. Send me a direct message. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will catch you next time on the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. For even more inspiration and motivation to be the person you were born to be, grab my free guide on the 10 must-have habits of ultra-confident women over at vasavikumar.com forward slash guide. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and have anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.